0: to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you guys to our podcast. And if you have not done so yet, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Make sure you share it with all your friends, all your family, and leave a review. It really does help us tremendously in getting our podcast to more people. Also, if you have not done so yet, make sure you head over to our website, Making Beauty with the ashes.com You can find my book there. You can find our podcast and also some shows that we have been debuted on and how you can partner with us. So heading into today's episode, Brian has no idea what we're going to talk about. Do you. What
1: know? are we going to talk about?
0: No idea.
1: We are talking about me again?
0: <laughs> well, okay. we're talking a little bit about our past. Right. And so do you think it is possible to a fair proof your marriage?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. So why do you think that? Like, why do you think it is or why do you think it is not? Your stance is it is. So why do you think it is possible to fair proof?
1: Um, <clears throat> it's just... I mean, it is, it's, you know, it's just like, it's like anything you watch, you watch yourself, you watch out. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like with anything. It's like you watch the environment and you're in, you watch your thoughts. Um, you know, it's kind of like with anything. I mean, it's like with alcoholism, with affairs, with stealing, with um, pornography, with any bad habit. Right. can be food can be anything it all starts somewhere
0: right
1: and the biggest thing is your flesh and it's like if you give in to your flesh on any of those things like thing you know it's become a habit or it's become a downfall in your life so you know it's just like you don't go and this probably gonna step on people's toes but it's like you know i mean it's just it's the facts i'm sorry it's just the facts
0: and we're coming from a place of experience. That's why we're talking
1: about this. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, okay, so, you know, you hear these stories of like, oh, well, how'd you all meet? Well, we was out at a party one time, you know, or I was at a bar. You know, that's, that's a big one. I met her at a bar. I met him at a bar. So, you know, we never had been like bar life people or anything. We, we just didn't do that. But, um, you know, you just stay away from certain places. If you can't. Control how many hamburgers you eat don't go a hamburger place or if you can't control drinking Don't hang out in a liquor store or at a bar You know, it's just and even with affairs. It's like a lot of people, you know, they they hang out in certain places and You know they're around people and next thing, you know, they're involved with somebody shouldn't be involved with or don't um, Text women or girls that aren't your husband Or a wife that isn't her husband um, don't even on Facebook you know our pastors like he's like you know I seen somebody on Facebook said made a comment about this to this girl you know so it's like be careful you know even on Facebook what your chats are about or comments you're making you know even down to like be careful not to be flirty I mean our pastors brought this up you know don't be using wink emojis on somebody that isn't your wife or your husband, it's just, it's just watching every single aspect, you know, and being on guard. Don't put yourself in situations you shouldn't be in Mm -hmm. or around people you should be around. Um, so yeah, a lot of it starts there.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I absolutely do agree that you can affair proof your marriage. And this is coming from a place where we did not. We did not affair proof our marriage, but we are putting these things in practice now. And so it's kind of like we're coming to you guys at a stance of don't do what we did. Like you can have a different outcome, you can have a different result. And like, even as you're talking, as you're saying, you know, if you have a problem with overeating, don't go into a um a restaurant or like a burger joint, but I even want to dig a little deeper into that and say, well, what is the desire to overeat? Why is that desire there? Or if you're like, I can't go into certain places. Okay. Well, what is it in you that needs fixing Mm -hmm. or what is it in you? Because usually there's a root system that makes you or compels you to do certain things or to seek out certain things or even to step out on your marriage. There's usually like a deeper channel. I even want to say, like something, a hidden spring, or something under the surface that you don't even really know is there. And sometimes this can be through your generational line. Sometimes right. there's things through your bloodline, like you had no idea. Say, say your great grandpa was an alcoholic, and then your grandpa was an alcoholic. Well, here you are, you know, you're like, I don't even have a, I don't want to drink. I don't want to be like them. But then you find yourself, you have these urges or these desires and you don't know why. Right. You can't explain it. You can't um, wish it away, but it's there Mm -hmm. and you know, it's there and you're constantly having to make sure that you're, you know, AKA dying to your flesh. Because you feel that desire to to consume alcohol in in these things. And I really, not always, but I think a lot of times there's like an undercurrent. There is a bloodline. There's something in your DNA that was opened up years and years and years before you. And now here you are facing the same battle that your great-grandpa faced but the thing is is you can overcome these things. You don't have like your children does not have to follow the same patterns that maybe even you followed or your father you're, you know, going down in history, these things can be stopped. But say like us, for instance like us, we had no idea that there was like a bloodline thing going on with infidelity. We had no idea that that was even there that that was in play and we have seen it hit multiple ways. And I won't like, I, I don't want for, for the privacy of other people, I don't want to go into like detail of that, but we have seen the kind of like the
1: trickle the, down, effect.
0: the trickle down effect of the open door that has fell into um, your lineage. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you've had to overcome. And it's like, like, even when you look back, what is one thing that you always say when you look back and you think of your former self? Right. What is one thing that you say? You say this often.
1: When I think of my former, former, former self? Yes. That I don't like that person? Yes. Yeah.
0: It's like you can clearly, in your mind a dividing line because you broke that curse because you right. severed that um, that that undercurrent like we were saying it's demonic honestly guys infidelity and affairs have demonic ties and if it's not broken you'll see it continue you will see it continued down the line of your family until the person who is affected stands up and in the name of Jesus, because let's be honest, you have to, you have to break these things through Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. That's why he died. Right. That's why he died on the crosses so that you could be set free from all of these things. And I've heard so many people say, Oh, when you get saved, it's all under the blood. Well, then why is it that there's still disease and sickness even after you get saved? If everything he died for, he took on the cross. And like we are saying, you know, curses and generational things. These are things that we now have the blood. We now have the blood of Jesus to sever those and to destroy those. And just like there's generational curses, there's also generational blessings. And the enemy doesn't want you to, he wants to stop those. He wants to create kind of like damn those up so that those won't flow. Right. Then he sure wants that curses to flow, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. What would you say, Brian? What would you say to somebody right now who they, they're maybe in that place. They're like, I don't want to repeat what my father did, what my grandfather did, but I feel these desires. Like I feel something inside. It's not right And I don't know how to turn it off. I don't know how to shut it down. I don't know how to quiet it. And I don't want to become a victim to it. What would you say to somebody? You know, because you've been in that place.
1: Probably the, if you have somebody close. Here's the thing. It's like, it's hard if you don't have, I mean, you don't have to have, per se, someone with a spiritual background. I think it's better. It helps. I mean, yeah. But there's good people out there that have never stepped in church. That's never had an affair and they know it's wrong and they can even guide somebody not having a spiritual background. They can even guide someone like, Hey, yeah, you don't need to be doing that. I think for guys, accountability is a big thing. Yeah. It's like if you're, if you're battling something, especially if you're in the church realm, there's people normally to reach out to whether it's your pastor or there's men, you know, like we have men's ministry and men's group. Um, that you could reach out to and that helps because it gives somebody to keep you accountable to ask you, Hey, how are you doing? Are you still struggling with that? But it's, it's once, once you get it out there and there's no shame in that just, you know, to, to ask for help because it's going to make you feel better for one, you're going to get off your chest or two, you're going to have somebody that's going to keep you accountable. And it does. It will. It'll help tremendously. You don't want to keep it to yourself because that's when you really start, you know, trying to battle it, and the enemy's just going to constantly pick at you and and you know chip away at you until you get weak. So it is. It's a super good thing to have somebody to keep you accountable because when you when you got when somebody else knows, they're going to usually ask you how you're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're going to try even harder because you know you're going to be asked and you want to be able to say, I'm doing well with this. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not struggling. So, but yeah, as far as, um, fair proofing, you know, it's just one thing I want to say too is, you know, paying attention to your spouse's needs. You know, you hear it all the time. I actually just heard this past week. Somebody said, well, you know, I know it's not right. It's really not right. for you know, it's no excuse either. But the other one is never around. They're always working. And, you know, because of that, there's a affair that happened. And that's that's no excuse at all. But what I'm getting at is, like, pay attention to your spouse's needs. Yeah, you know, if you're a man who, like, works all the time, you know, for your family, that's great. But still try to find time for your spouse. Or if you're a wife that works all the time, find time for your spouse. And make sure you're trying to fulfill their needs because it's no excuse at all for them to go out and have somebody else fulfill them. Right. But at the same time, you're their spouse and you're the one who needs to be there. And if you're deliberately not fulfilling their needs, then that's an issue too. You know, so, um, and I've heard, I've even, I even know an individual told his wife one time, he wouldn't like spend any time with her, having anything to do with her. Basically he told her, to go find somebody else. And that's what she did. And that's horrible, you know. Um, they're both wrong, but it's like it takes so much of the other person working in a relationship to make the other person happy. You got to keep each other happy. And You got to pay attention to each other's each other's needs and make sure that you're doing everything you can to fulfill their needs. And like I said, that's never an excuse right. to have an affair. Never. Yeah. But at the same time, when you took your vows, you took them to love each other. And to take care of each other. And that's a huge part is like given to what given your spouse what they need.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I honestly, I don't think there's ever a good excuse for an affair. I don't think that any would ever justify it. Um, but like you are saying, you know, what are you depositing into if you're somebody who you're not depositing into your spouse. You're not depositing. And I also want to encourage you guys also to make deposits into yourself because at the end of the day, it is not your spouse's job to make you happy because they will never, they might be able to make you happy to a certain percentage, but they will never be able to make you happy a hundred percent. And so if you're looking for your spouse to make you 100% happy, they're always going to fall short. You're putting them up on this pedestal, putting that, you know, this goal over them that they simply cannot meet. Only God can mm-hmm. fulfill you 100%. Right. And so don't put your spouse in the place that God is supposed to be. Right. They cannot fulfill your needs. I mean, they can, but they cannot all the way. Mm-hmm. But like, Like you're saying, what are you depositing into? What are you putting most of your time into? Because where you are spending most of your time, your attention, whatever, that's what you're feeding and that's what's growing. Are you depositing into your marriage? Are you depositing into your spouse? Because that will grow. That will grow. Now, if you're not and you're putting it in other things, then your marriage will start. It it will not grow. And the other area that you are focused and spending a lot of time in that area will grow. So, and I know we go through seasons, you guys, I know that there are seasons where, you know, we're coming up on a busy season and Brian has already told me ahead of time, I'm going to have to put in a lot of longer hours because I've got this deadline. And so I understand that, but he told me ahead of time. He told me like, Hey, this is what is getting ready to happen. And I just want you to be aware but what he does in turn is he makes up in other areas. Like we'll spend quality time together. We'll stay up later at night, you know, just spending time with each other, whatever it is. It's like he makes the time because that's important to us. So I just want to ask you what is important to you? Because you absolutely, even though we did not, you can. You can affair proof your marriage. What are you depositing into? Where are you lacking? Where do you need to put more attention? Mm. And you guys, like we've said, if you've gone through a season and it was just, you know, you guys maybe drifted apart and the other ones started to find attention somewhere else, that's never, never an excuse to do that. It just never is. No. It's never a good excuse. Mm. You know, we are all responsible for ourselves, Right. Like I cannot say, well, you made me because you wouldn't spend time with me. Well, no, that doesn't, that doesn't fly. That mm-hmm. when you stand before a judge, if you were to stand before a judge, your case would go nowhere. We're accountable for ourselves. You can't stand before God and say, she wouldn't spend time with me. He wouldn't spend time with me. And that's why I did this. No, God is, he wants you to give an account of your self of your actions, of your words. And so if you remember, just keep that in your mind that you're always accountable to God first. You will always answer to God first for your actions, also for your words. It even says in the Bible, you are accountable for every word that you say. And so I need to remember this. We all need to remember this.
1: We all do. We all do. There's times when you got to think, like God is watching me. I mean, he's, like, seeing me, you know, looking. I mean, just, like, think about when you're in an airplane and you're, you're coming into the land. You, like, can see so much yeah. around you, so much better. And that's the visual God has. He's looking down on us, and he sees exactly, no matter where we're at, what time of day it is, he knows exactly what we're doing. So, you know, just always have a heart like, you know, God's watching me, and I don't want to do anything that's unpleasing to him or to hurt him. And that right there should be enough to stop you from doing things that you shouldn't, no right. matter what it is.
0: Right. And if, like we were talking, maybe there's a generational thing. Maybe there's this demonic undercurrent going on, and you just feel this compulsion. You feel this, this, this pull that you can't explain. Get some help. Yeah. Literally, go get some prayer. Get some inner healing and get some deliverance. You cannot fight a physical... You fight a physical battle on the physical, right? But when it's a spiritual thing, when it's a demonic pull, anything that has to do with affairs, it's a demonic thing. When it's a demonic pull, you have to address it in mm-hmm. the spirit, which is in prayer, which is, you know, through deliverance. These are ways to, to cut that off, to sever that, and to free yourself to walk in freedom. And the reason that God exposes these things is, These like underground, these undercurrents of the enemy where he wants to stay hidden. The reason God exposes these is so you can be free. Right. And so you don't have to battle these feelings. He doesn't want you to battle these things. He doesn't want you to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's something where maybe some conversations need to be had. I know, Brian, if you would have had some conversations years ago, we might have realized, wait, We had no idea what we were up against. We had no idea that we needed to break some things off. We had no idea. You know, maybe there's some conversations you need to have with some of your relatives like, Hey, has there ever been pornography in our family? Has Mm -hmm. there ever been infidelity in our family? Has there ever been alcohol, drug abuse in our family? Because a lot of these things are secret. You guys, you know, families don't talk about them and you don't know. Right. And that's where the enemy likes to hide is in the not and the unknowing. Right. But just because you don't know it's there doesn't mean it's not there. Right. And so knowledge, I mean, knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's, It's the hidden thing being exposed because then you can deal with it and you can walk into freedom. And so I really hope that this has helped somebody out there. Who's maybe you're like, you know, things are going good in my marriage, but I really think that, you know, I'd like to make sure that we can affair-proof our marriage, that we can do everything we can do, because the enemy doesn't care who you are. Right. He doesn't care your status. He doesn't care who you are. You know, if you're a pastor, a minister, evangelist, prophet, apostle, or maybe you sit on the pews, he doesn't care who you are. He wants to destroy your marriage Mm -hmm. and he'll do it in any, any means possible. Yep. So it's, it's always good to put some boundaries, some parameters and lots of prayer into your marriage and deposit into your spouse. It's actually depositing into your spouse and into your marriage is one of the best investments you'll ever make because you're investing in your best friend.
1: Right. And you'll get back. You always get back.
0: You always get back.
1: We should get back. We should mean, be able to be investing in both. You know, each one should be investing. In, and I know there's there's relationships where one invests and the other one just don't care. Yeah. But just have to pray and yeah. You know,
0: there's some hard relationships. Yeah. There are where you're not. You don't both see each other with the same value system. That's for another podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> Brian's like, oh man, this is going to be a long one. But I really hope that this has helped you guys. I really do. That you actually can get there. You don't have to do what we did. And I hope you don't. I hope and pray that everybody listens does right. not go down the same road that we've gone down. And it is possible. Right. So we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we bless you.